Welcome to episode 146 of Nobody Special. This week we talk about finding God in the riots of the Capitol. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host in New Year, same stuff, specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, your other host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hi, Caleb. Hello, we're back. We are back. From our sabbatical. We, was it? Was <laughs> our one-week sabbatical. sabbatical. We, yes, yeah, so we want to thank everyone because by the end of 2020, Caleb and I just had a lot going on. The calendars were slammed, a lot of stuff, and so mm-hmm. we made the choice to take a week off and also didn't tell anybody, but that gave us a chance to like kind of organize a few things, um, mm-hmm, take care mm-hmm. of some schedule things, and 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 other stuff but didn't just quit we just took a week off right and it felt glorious mm-hmm. there's something about taking a break that just, just helps changes your perspective you absolutely know? and i feel ready to get back on here and say a bunch of words into a microphone that hopefully people uh that will that confirm get two something people out will of listen to three <laughs> confirm three people listen to yeah, yeah. So but, we did take uh, a a week off and just didn't tell anyone or post anything. I actually didn't even put out a blog post that wow. week also. Risky. Yeah. But we did. We did get an email from someone. We did. From our old friend, our old British. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's not. That you had to hear that. That's not British. British. <laughs> I don't know how to do a British accent. Our British friend. No. That's... <laughs> Uh, Mr. McFakey. And that's not us making fun of him at all. That's actually how he signs his emails. That's just the only yeah. thing we know to call him. Yeah. So, you, you know how it is. And we like hearing from him. And here's what we he do. had to say. Hey, guys. It's your British friend here. Just wanted to say thanks for putting out a great podcast and being so consistent with your releases. Onwards and upwards in 2021. Consistent. He said the word consistent. The week we the decided. Week we decided to just not. But, you know, mm, you know, that's just how it goes. And we appreciate bad. your encouragement, Mr. McFakey. Absolutely. But also, I mean, it's it's not as if also in that previous podcast we put out two weeks ago that I just spouted off a whole bunch of things incorrect about the uh, uh, a new show on Amazon Prime coming out about the Lord of the Rings. This is true because we also heard from Samuel S. Gosh darn it. <laughs> and... Uh, and he, he also says, pretty sure the new LOTR, Lord of the Rings, show is a prequel. Danny. Listen, I'm better at other things. Danny. I'm better at other things. I I thought it was a remake. He was he had a firm a firm belief in that too. I but do. that's all right. And and like most people currently, I'm going to stick to it despite massive amounts of influence. Oh my gosh. This guy. Uh, yeah, I honestly thought it was a remake, but it apparently might be a prequel. Hey, that's I, I, The Hobbit. <laughs> I haven't Googled it 
Because I'm afraid if I Google it, I'll just have to like actually deal with the information. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust our friend. Uh, thank you. Curious for, what they're going to focus on. Thanks for messaging on. us too. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. We do, we mm-hmm. appreciate y'all's messages, right. um, Samuel and Mr. McFakey. Literally, they, even if it's like something small like that, it mm-hmm. always is we very do appreciate it. Yeah, and you can you can talk to us anytime. Right. Know? Just email email us how your day's going. Just kidding. That's weird. I mean, you can if you want, but you know, don't let me don't let me die here, Danny. <laughs> no, like no. You just, you just I let like me. where we're going with this new 2021 energy. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're gonna take a week off more often. <laughs> uh, so, can I be the first? Um, can I be the first to say? You know, towards the end of 2020, people, they, there were some saying some very hopeful things that right. like, mm. I'm going to be so glad after this time's over. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm going to be honest, I was excited for this episode. I had some fun things I wanted to talk about. I really did. I was going to talk about some fun goals, you know, like personal goals for the a year for like spiritual goals, talk about the importance of having right. those and, and all these things. And, and I wanted to, ha- I wanted to come on this podcast and have fun today. I did. I want, I I wanted to have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like all the people like, oh, I'm going to be so glad when 2020 is better. Allow me to be the first person to say, 2021 is going to be so much better. Hey, we're off to a great start, right? There's nothing been going on. Everything's uh, great. It's great, as Tony the Tiger says in the frosted flake commercials and much like his message tony the tiger is fake (laughs) yeah uh so for those of you who haven't turned on the news been on facebook i honestly think people are are uh, mailing hate mail at this point out uh protesters pro-trump protesters stormed the capitol building as congress people were, were trying to um, established that Joe Biden did get the actual needed things to become the next president right. in 15 days. They breached the Capitol building. All Congress, they they had to take a uh, a brief few hour break. They were, were um, pushed into the basement by by the Secret Service and all them. And one person uh, died. I, I think she died after trying to breach a another part. Um, she was. She was fired upon and killed. So mm. uh, Congress eventually did come back and, uh, and 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 kind of finish the thing they were trying to do. But by that point, a lot of the damage had been done. Right. And we are now all over the news as, yeah, it just, by, by, yeah. by the end of yesterday, I went to bed at about 8 o'clock. Um, because I was the kind of tired that I got in quarantine from just being emotionally tired. And right. that was just the best word for it. I was just emotionally tired. Yeah. And I've been thinking about a lot of things I have to say about this. And it just, it sucks. Yeah. It, it all sucks. sucks. It I mean, sucks it's just, so, so hard. It's crazy that like the, the freaking Capitol building. Mm-hmm. is being rioted and and it's just it's not mm-hmm. it's not okay i don't i don't care at this point right like it's right we cannot say that this is okay right um because it's not and i think that this is this is something where like 
obviously it's very divisive. Right. Um, and, and I think that, I don't know. It, it, it's crazy to like, to n- think that there's someone that's okay with us just like breaking in to the Capitol building, making the the Senate have to adjourn for the day. You mm-hmm. know, like house, yeah, or house, whatever yeah. it is. Shoot, it's house, repre- house of representatives. House, yes, house of reps. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, th- I mean this was the the. So as this is going on, I had some real. I was all over the emotional spectrum on this at first. Like, there was a lot of struggling through my own flesh. Can I just be like honest? I'm still I'm still processing it a bit here. Yeah. So, part of me was just kind of like I was angry. I was very sad. I was upset, and and just I was getting to that point of of just like good whatever. I don't even care anymore. Of uh, of just all this because we spent months burning. Portland to the ground uh, and kind of decrying that and and then talking about like this is bad uh, you know Chaz mm-hmm. uh, Antifa and BLM there are riots that have gone on the hundreds of people that have been killed the millions and millions of dollars of damage like all this kind of stuff and there's been a pretty consistent kind of a message throughout and then to have this happen is just it's like there was a part of me, me me that did kind of think is like well why why would the standards be different between the two um mm-hmm. and and that's a that is a wrong and a selfish mindset that i did struggle through a bit because as i thought it i i understood that is the flesh talking um these actions are 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 despicable and right. the congress people that have come out and stated that uh, i i am all on board and kind of behind them they've mm-hmm. they've condemned this pretty quick and it's just to have spent months kind of decrying, you know, Chaz at, right. as as bad, and then to go, but this is okay because this is our our elections being stolen. Right, uh, is just it's not okay. The height of hypocrisy to yeah. me. Like I, I just I can't, and and it's not even that aspect of it. It's not a conservative thing to me. It's the fact that there were multiple. Uh, Christian flags flying around. There were um, people claiming to <sighs> wave the banner of Christ and think that they're doing this is the work of God. And I, I'm sorry, I, I can't, I can't get behind that at all. Right. Um, I don't picture that as a thing Christ would do. Yeah. No. You know. And I, yeah, and I think that. That's been another annoying thing, and it happens with every mm-hmm. every similar thing. It happens mm-hmm. where people try and like, you know, use Jesus as mm-hmm. this right this political object, right, <clears throat> and to to make it seem like their side is okay. Oh, like mm-hmm. this is what Jesus would have done. <clears throat> that term is so annoying to me, and like or just that saying, you know, and yeah, and I think that, like you said, like. We as Christ followers cannot side with either side of this. Right. And especially the people who broke in to the Capitol. Right. It's it's something that, and we talked about a lot on this podcast right. previously, that vengeance is for the Lord. Right. Justice is not ours to serve. It's not, we can we can pray for justice, but it mm-hmm. comes down, we, we do not have um, the sovereign nature that God does. Mm-hmm. We do not have the power 
the knowledge, uh, the just majesty that he has, mm-hmm. his his all knowing. Like we we don't have that, right? And and we cannot we cannot choose which side needs justice. That's not ours. That's God's, right? And I think that we should be praying right. for that. Right. Um, but ultimately, like, but, but the way, and I've, I've said this many times, like the prayer that God would give justice is one of the most hypocritical prayers that a Christian right. is going to say. And I'm not even claiming it's a bad prayer, but you just better, you better understand that by praying for justice, there, there is a part of this that is asking God to punish that person, but not me. Right. Because if, everyone gets true justice we we die yeah. where we where we stand that Jesus doesn't die in our place that, and that's why it's so annoying that we try and take it into our own hands mm-hmm. like like justice is this thing that is way bigger than we could ever imagine mm-hmm. on a spiritual level right and and the fact that we try and like take the little micro versions of that mm-hmm. like this like oh you know we think that the election was stolen from us, so we're gonna mm-hmm. we'll show them, you know. Sure, we're gonna break into the Capitol. Sure. Like that's in in. I mean, I'll 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 be fair. The the problem of this is that there are actual questions that need to be answered. That now we just don't get to ask those questions because it came to this. And mm-hmm. I stated that as as all the George Floyd things, as every other thing started blowing up, started killing each other. It's like. There are questions now that don't get asked because the people asking them pushed it to this other thing. And right. it's just stupid to do. Yeah. And and I've been crazy consistent uh, all throughout 2020 on this. That like this stance isn't a thing that a person of f- 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 faith can participate in and glow uh, and go, I am giving God the glory. Like yeah. I, I just I just don't I don't get it that I I think, and I'm going to have some stronger words on an upcoming blog post because I'm blogging on worship and idolatry, and, and this is just a problem of idolatry. Yeah. Um, the conclusions I've come to for like two days of thinking now are, well, and a, a few other statements is like, Trump derangement syndrome is on both sides. You can't claim that mm-hmm. like, oh, they just have... Tr- a Trump derangement syndrome. It's like, yeah, okay, but a lot of people just breezed over a whole bunch of horrible things he did right. and had no problem at all saying, like, he's God's chosen instrument. Like, you know, he's King Cyrus. That is Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah. They're just on the other end. Also, stupid is a bipartisan issue. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, and these acts are stupid. Yeah. Uh, they, they're ignorant and hypocritical and it's a bipartisan issue the problem on either end trying to criticize this is that because now both ends have done it and both ends disagree on the other ends of doing it that the moment that you try and criticize it actually makes you a hypocrite if if them doing it isn't okay but it's okay on our end then you're absolutely a hypocrite and if you've gotten through all of this and and thought about all the things the other part they need to do first then mm-hmm. i'm talking to you right straighten out your own house first take the a massive plank out of your own eye before you go pointing out the speck in another person's and i think it's all it's all crazy because none of it really surprises me like no. i don't expect unbelievers 
right. to act like they're saved. Right. And I don't think that there's a lot of true Bible-believing Christians that are would have probably a part of that. I genuinely don't. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's so rough about this is like mm-hmm. seeing these people and seeing what mm-hmm. the, we know what the need, what their need is. They right. need the Savior ultimately. Right. They need to recognize that. And that's where all of this is rooted is just in sin mm-hmm. where we think that we're right and they're wrong. And right. that's where things get hairy. Right. And, and I think that really... Like, as much as we want to, like, obviously criticize these people, like, I'm ultimately just not surprised. And and that's what's so, I think, sad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make it any less sad, but it's not surprising at the same sure. time. And that's why I hate when things like this happen. It's because it's just a huge reminder that people need Jesus. Right. And, and ultimately, like, we need to get to work and praying mm-hmm. for these people. Like, we can pray that... We want our nation to be healed, but really the only way that's going to happen is by the blood of Jesus and people, individual people recognizing him as mm-hmm. their personal savior. Like, and that's, that's really it. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, we can say like, I mean, God can do whatever he wants, but like, that's, that's what we need is, is Christ to infect the lives of, of just people. And mm-hmm. But, Maybe but this I think that, have. I mean, kind of the first part is because I'd say most Christians, especially American Christians, tend to be conservative. Now, and, mm-hmm. and, and this is an idolatry problem on both ends, that the presidency has become an idol right. that can't actually bear under the pressure that's being held to it. One end thinks that the 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 presidency is the extension of God himself, as in it's, it's the power of God that Trump... It is is God's is is the hand of God, and if right. there isn't a Christian in there, then it's an attack on the morals of this country, yeah. and that even <laughs> could be quasi true, even. But still, mm-hmm. they've they've created this uh, this idea that if their president isn't there, then their God stops being powerful, and all this is is ancient Egyptian belief of of. Uh, of that the king is the instrument, the embodiment of God. And this is just false. We have Jesus for that. Jesus is God made flesh. And so any other king, president, or anything else can't embody that. On the other end is this problem that the president can determine things that only God can provide, mm-hmm. as in the ability to breathe, uh, to 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 have health care, like all the things that... Uh, in an ultimate kind of a sense stem out of our creator they've attributed to the president's ability to control they mm-hmm. have created a god out of the presidency they control whether or not they can have access to medicine to health to things that keep them alive mm-hmm. and this again is false this is idolatry this is just straight up they right. think that that <clears throat> person care or or contains the power to be god himself right and in both cases it's an abuse of power it's idolatry and it's disgusting yeah 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 i mean it's, i wanted to have fun this year i know <laughs> me too danny me too yeah it's it's just it's mm-hmm. sad overall and and i think like i said mm-hmm. we just need to we just need to mm-hmm. love Jesus more and more. Yeah. Like, and the only way that we can do that 
It's just, well, I don't know. It personally, I think the first step is we have to st- stop attacking one another and viewing each other as the enemy. Yep. Uh, that's been a very, a very big theme all throughout 2020 and apparently 2021 um, is that this, it, it's us against them. And that type of thinking is just very divisive in its, in, right. in its, in its expression. It is very divisive. So, uh, but scripture is, is clear that the battle we are in isn't a, a battle against people and people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a famous passage, Ephesians chapter six, that talks about uh, putting on the armor of God. But before it gets into it, in verse 12, it actually tells us pretty clear what our battle actually mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It's in Ephesians chapter six, verse 12. Yep. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's spot on. That mm-hmm. we, we often view, view this as it's, it's just so easy. I think it's honestly because it's directly in front of us. Right. And we as people naturally right. do not think spiritually. Right. Um, and, and it's so easy to view the person... Um, who may think differently, who may look different, you know, mm-hmm. to view them as your enemy. And I think that it's that that verse is definitely a great reminder that that's not what it is at all. Absolutely. Like the the idea that, you know, the Democrats are the enemies that are trying to steal all the things. OK, so so that isn't actually anything that the Bible actually claims to be true. This isn't, it's not the person that disagrees to our face. This is the tool of chaos employed by the enemy to get us to attack each other and tear ourselves apart. Mm -hmm. If it becomes an us versus them type of a mentality, then there is a, um, a part of us that doesn't understand the full breadth of the gospel Mm-hmm. And there's another part that is condemned to to never actually hear it, and and that's the problem of of all this is that if I treat them as an enemy, then they will n- never understand the, the love that God's given to me. Right. If I if I treat them in that manner, then I am no better than the pagan that goes and hates every everybody else to begin with. Yeah. Like the the w- way Jesus treated his enemies. Mm-hmm. If if we actually stopped and and thought about that, of 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 the way Jesus treated the people that tried to kill him, you know, mm-hmm. as as he's coming to uh, as they're coming to to put him in handcuffs to bring him before Pontius Pilate, yeah. and 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 drag him off on bogus charges that he knew they were fake. Uh, Peter actually cuts the guy's ears off, or cuts his ear off. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, instead of going, is like, "That's what you get because you're trying to steal our savior." Uh, and instead, he stares at Peter like, "What are you doing? Yeah, do you, have you <laughs> have you understood nothing so far?" Right. And, and he heals that man. He has compassion on a person that had been there to kill him. Right. So where's our Christian standard in this? Is like, if I'm trying to be yeah. 
uh, close to how Christ does things, then I have to actually do things in a manner that is worthy of the calling I've been given. Right. And I think it's so easy to do just because it's everything in our flesh is just easier to do. Mm -hmm. It's just true. Right. And it's, it is easier to just, to see that person as your enemy, to cut them off, never talk to them again. Right. Um, because I, yeah, it's hard. Like it it just is. And I don't think any of us, me or you are Mm -hmm. perfect at this at all. No. Um, there's people in my life that genuinely get under my skin and it's hard for me to be around them. Um, but that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that Christ called us to to treat our enemies as friends, mm-hmm. and we see that Love through his his time here on earth. Mm-hmm. He genuinely like you look at the way he treated those people, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow! Like if you if you right. didn't know what was going on in the context of that story, right? Like you would genuinely think, oh, right, that's probably just like his buddy he's hanging out with, right? While we were still against God, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. So if our standard is a person can be my actual enemy, I still have to love them. Then I don't think being upset at a political outbreak is fair. Yeah. And I think it all comes down to knowing that ultimately we mm-hmm. do not have it in us to love others, to forgive people, mm-hmm. to treat our enemies as friends, like we, we don't. And and that's why it is important to be rooted in the word in community mm-hmm. with believers so that your relationship with Jesus is healthy and growing. And so that he is sustaining you to be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy for me to realize that it's getting hard and harder and harder mm-hmm. when I'm really not focusing on the word and, yeah. in community. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just, you need to make sure that you are set up for success and success is being in right relationship with God. Right. And, or else it's, it's not possible. Right. You may, it may be sustainable for a period of time, but eventually it's going to, you're going to be drained. Mm-hmm. We are only able to actually love others because Christ loved us first. Right. And that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a phenomenal point that it's going to get difficult to do, but that's, like, of the people I know who are difficult to love and care about, I I think I'm the worst. I think I'm the the hardest to love. So, like, if there's hope for me, then I think there's hope for everybody else. And Mm -hmm. as much as they get under my skin, I need to still proclaim truth with grace right uh and i i see a whole bunch of i'm not even sure it's truth at this point but i see a whole bunch of stuff just getting thrown out there and there's no grace in it and this is i and i said this before i'll say it again this is the easiest opportunity that a christian has to actually display God's glory and mm-hmm. his grace because of if I can speak bluntly how l- low the bar actually is right now and 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 that's sad but it's right this is the easiest opportunity because everyone hates each other it, 
this is the easiest time to actually just care about another person and to show them God's love. Yeah. And I think the this verse that you put in here in our show notes is really good because that's exactly what you're saying. It's in uh, Matthew. Um, it's Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. This is um, right after Jesus talks about the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. All right, so some cultural things, because I feel as if this is an often quoted Bible passage that the cultural understanding of what it is that he just stated, I think is kind of missing a bit because mm-hmm. he's, he isn't saying anything profound at mm-hmm. all. He's saying, it's like, do you ever buy a light bulb? <laughs> yeah. Do you ever buy a light? I mean, cause that's why Literally. they didn't have electricity back then. They had lamps. And so they, they put it in a place to give light to their homes. So, right. so what he's kind of saying is the equivalent of, if you buy a light bulb, you should turn the light on. Yeah. And not don't turn the light on. Because why would you have the light bulb if you don't use it? Yeah. Like like he's saying something so just like dramatically simple of if you like I I have bulbs and if I don't put them in the socket then they're not actually displaying anything and if 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 I'm choosing to never display them then why did I get the bulbs to begin with in right. the s- s- same kind of a manner if I am claiming to have faith in Jesus but it's never actually public or known or extending the grace of of Christ to people then that's the same thing as 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 having the light bulbs and just not turning them on. Right. It doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. insane. And once again, I think it's more comfortable for sure to just like keep that in. Right. It's easy to just like fuel that up and be like, oh my my quiet time with God today was so good. Mm-hmm. And then just go throughout your life and right. flip never... off the car in front of you while yeah, you're driving exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think it's it's great that like, I mean, I, I think it's important too that to give glory mm-hmm. to your Father who is in heaven. I right. think that's an important part that right. people also misunderstand is it's also easy to to show love and stuff right. and be like, ah, oh, look how great I am. No, I mean, but no one ever looks at mm-hmm. looks at a freaking lamp and is like, wow, this lamp is just being it's just on. Right. There's no electricity going. It's just on. Right. Wow. So cool. But, I mean, to give glory right. to the Father, to to say that, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to show you love and grace if it if I hadn't gotten right. love and grace from right. my Heavenly the good Father. works are an expression of right. the connection to Christ. And that's the part. It's not that our works actually bring us any kind of salvation it's, but they are an indication that there is salvation present right uh if if i have come to christ and nothing has changed then i can actually kind of be fair to say like i may not have come to christ and as harsh as that sounds it, it, if there isn't any indication that a person has 
has been affected by the 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 grace and glory of God that nothing has changed at all mm-hmm. uh, then it's probable that nothing actually changed you know there's yeah. a ton of false gospels out there there's mm-hmm. a ton of false teachings that have given right. people this feeling that they no I prayed a prayer that one time so now I'm good um, and because of that they waltz through everything thinking they are Christian when in actuality they have no understanding of the person of Jesus Christ. They don't connect to him. They don't understand anything in scripture. They have no connection to the actual person who loves them, but actually just they they do have a connection to this kind of amorphous politic-based Mm-hmm. judgment-based right. God that is actually killing us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to be connected to the actual source, mm-hmm. and that only comes from realizing your need for a Savior. Right. And realizing that that's, that's Jesus. Right. Like, uh, I think through, throughout all of this, we we are absolutely 100% in a spiritual battle. Um mm-hmm. And, and if if the past seventy two hours of of everything haven't made that abundantly clear, then I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are in a spiritual battle, but this isn't a battle that's going to be won by passing legislation, by um, storming places, by by conquering, by taking over, by any of that. It's going to be won by proclaiming the glory of, of God. And proclaiming the gospel, the good right. news to those around us. Yeah, and exactly, we can't do that while trying to hit our neighbor. Yeah, our, when when we express that, our the the image of Christ in another person's mind is very tainted. Yeah, that they've good or bad, they've associated Christianity with this thing that is so far off of the thing that we claim it is. Yeah. And that's so problematic to our witness. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, more than ever being, being connected mm-hmm. into it with, with a, a community of believers and mm-hmm. reading the Bible and praying to God. I think that that's so important right now mm-hmm. so that you are able to genuinely show the love of Christ to others. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like I would challenge this is even a challenge for myself and I'm sure just just everyone um to take this on as a personal thing like who are you praying for um in your circles and groups of life mm-hmm. to come to know Jesus I think that that's that's the way we right. win this battle is right. is it's easy to view this as like our nation is just unhealthy we need help but if if we're praying for the people around us and then they come to know Christ and they're praying for the people around them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it works, obviously. But, like, uh, I think that it's it's important in general, but specifically now. If you genuinely want healing for our nation, we need to be praying for others to come to Christ around us. Absolutely. And not only praying for just just people in our nation, but, but also your people around you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is just a challenge that I need to to have and Mm -hmm. that is just obviously good to be praying for in general absolutely there's um as as 
as she, you were kind of speaking, I was kind of thinking of Psalm 139, 23 through 24. And, and this is a good prayer that all of us can bring to God. But like, man, if you pray this one, strap in. Because, uh, you know, you ask God to, to, to do these things and be prepared to find things that you're not actually there that you want to find. So right. it says, uh, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and and see if there is any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a if man, man, (laughs) I don't even want him to do the first two, you know, like search (laughs) me. Uh, But like, you know, just part, not all, (laughs) just search a little bit. if if I'm actually being honest and and trying to find those things that God needs to route out of me, right? Then that's a prayer I need to be okay asking. Is hey God, all right? Yeah, search. Right. Tell me what's in there. And and God has both a gentle <sighs> and yeah. harsh a nature to Him mm-hmm. of. He will answer that question, but he's not going to abandon the person who asks. Right. Yeah. And I think, isn't it's just crazy to me how personal of a God mm-hmm. we, we get to serve. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just crazy to me that like everything around us is created. Like he's the creator of everything, the existence right. that we live in right, right now. And he wants to know us. And and mm-hmm. that we get to know him, like mm-hmm. that is insane to me. And yeah. Not only like you said, and it's not like he's just getting to know us, but he's right. getting to know us, and he's cutting off those pieces of flesh, right? And and putting more and more of him in us, mm-hmm. like that's that's insane. And see if there's any grievous way in me, and if there oh, is, is. <laughs> lead me in the way of everlasting. I mean, it's like. Yeah, that, yeah, okay, 100%. That was the psalmist going like, you know, if you see, you see, see, see anything, see anything, just let me know, just holler. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, that was the same thing Adam and Eve did. Who told you you were naked? Like, where are you guys? Uh, we're hiding. Why are you hiding? Huh? Yeah, oh, you know. <laughs> It's chilly, you know. <laughs> Who told you you were naked? Mm, checkmate. You got us. Yeah. yeah. Dope. All right. Uh, you know. Yeah, but that. I mean, that's the thing. If I if I go to God and ask, like, you know, search me, know me, and see if there's any grievous way, and then when you find it, uh, lead me towards you. Right. And I think that's our goal through all this. I mean, the mm-hmm. time, actually, the time I I got to preach, it was a good sermon. I I enjoyed giving it. Yeah. Um, but it was about crucifying the flesh, and that that our flesh wants to take over because it treats the spirit as an allergy. Mm-hmm. That that God and our flesh nature are incompatible, and the only way to defeat the flesh is to chase God at every single turn right. and to crucify our flesh daily. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and it's like, no one's trying to say this is easy. Yeah. But right. now more than ever, it's so important. Yeah. Because the flesh is 
r- r- running a, a rampant in our culture. Yeah. And it's time to have more Christians that are pursuing the spirit. Right. Stand up and be the Christians pursuing the spirit. Yeah. That's good. I think that 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 is genuinely what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that we need to be focusing mm-hmm. on on growing in Christ. Right. And that is like we've talked about in more ways than just one, but it's it's getting other people to know Christ, mm-hmm. other people to know Christ and in getting to know Christ more ourselves. Right. And they can't happen without each other. No. Nope. We need each other to lock arms and pursue mm-hmm. God together. Right. Like, I mean, the weird... This is, I'm not proud of this analogy. It's a really nerdy analogy. I don't even think that you'll know it. But as far we'll as see. evangelism goes, we need to katamari damasi this thing and just, as we go, bring others with us. Right. Do you know what Katamari Damacy is? No. <laughs> yep. Two people who listen to this podcast do, and they just went, Ugh. I hate that I Leave know what Leave it to means. Danny to bring up some reference that nobody wants to hear. It's a game Dang, where you start so up, right? Wow. Gosh. I just kind of ignored that, and then the weight hit me. Uh, it's, it's a game where you start off, you're rolling this thing, and then it just picks up more things until you're picking up planets. Oh, interesting. When you make me explain it, the metaphor, it was a good metaphor. Yeah, it was a good metaphor. So, <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, our our challenges just throughout 2021, be, be, chase the spirit mm-hmm. and go with people. Yeah. Um, now more than ever, we absolutely need this. Yeah. So... And I I would, once again, challenge you to just find specific people in your life to pray for, Mm -hmm. to come to know Christ. Whether you know them a ton or you don't know them that much at all. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that is super, super important to pray, to pray by name for those people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, And that's something like we as a church or the church I go to are doing right now. I mean, we always do that, but like we're putting an emphasis on right Right. now too. So it's... Right, super, just needed thing. Absolutely, because it's so easy to forget. You know, it just is mm-hmm. that we need to be praying for other people to come to Christ. Absolutely, but yeah. Well, Caleb, it's twenty twenty one. It is. What are you the most excited about for this year? I think I'm the most excited about for this year. To just, I feel like I have truly like settled in as mm-hmm. an adult I've been mm-hmm. kind of just like I mean I don't ever feel truly settled let's be honest right. here but I feel more settled this year um, more than I ever have after graduating right. high school so I'm just excited to to be able to focus more on the things that are important like the things that we talked about here mm-hmm. and just other just relationships in life and also just um, growing my relationship with God too, mm-hmm. and and other than that, I mean, I don't really. That's that's so basic, but it's right. just like I don't have anything super specific. Right. I'm not the type of person that really like creates a New Year's resolution or right. whatever. Um, 
but that's kind of mine. Right. What do you got? What do you got going on? Now this is just going to feel like a flex. No. No. Because, like... I want to hear it. I'm trying to read more. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going through a uh, biblical counseling program Ooh, to become right. a biblical that's counselor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. And I get to... I get to teach classes again, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. And... I get to teach other classes that I'm excited about. Yeah. I don't look at my ca- my calendar's my calendar's really it's full. Yeah. Um and we're working yes. on that too. We're we're working on I've been talking to some people about <laughs> what do I enjoy doing as a hobby because for most people my hobbies sound like work. It's cuz they are. They're not. They are. They're it's like it's, they are. They're I'm not. Sorry, they're not work. I like doing them. Uh, yeah, I know, but they're also very productive. You need at least one thing that's just like, right. But you watch TV and stuff. You watch movies and play video games. It's become harder to do. Right. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, and so I'm trying to read more books. I actually just, um, I'm not sponsored by them, but special thanks to christianbook.com for their after Christmas sale for getting me 10 books for $10. What? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, and Dang. also I'm going to go through Greek and Hebrew again. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you told me that. So I have my, I just, I need to pick a day and just like start going through it. And this guy. These are the things that this I'm guy. super excited about that people are like, that sounds like work. Guys, if you looked at Danny's schedule... I just hear about it. I don't, I don't, I'm scared to, like, if I looked at your calendar, I think I might be overcome by, like, just anxiety and just have a seizure on the ground. Same girl. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, so, like, I'll be teaching kids ministry Sunday morning. Uh, blog comes out on Monday. Wednesday, I have a kids program that I'm teaching at. Thursday, we tape the podcast. Yep. On Saturday, I have a class I'm teaching, and wow. so yeah, just like five things oh, a week. Man. <laughs> oh man! Well, it sounds really like sad when you. I'm I'm so happy. For all this too, right? You know, and at some point in there, I'm going to start doing counseling, biblical counseling. So that's exciting. Yeah, man. I'll have my own personal biblical counselor. I mean, you already do. I do. That's fine. Do. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. It just it's a certification thing for me. So yeah, but yeah, we want to hear what you guys are doing, mm-hmm. what your New Year's things are, and what you are you can... excited about? Not like the existential yeah. dread parts that accidentally tagged along with 2020. The exciting part. My favorite. What are you excited about. I saw a meme um, where it was like when you realize that 2020 is still mm-hmm. in 2021. <laughs> when you say it, and I was like, "Wow!" I saw someone uh, wish everyone a happy December 37th, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's about right. That's about fair. That's that's good. Yeah, I like that." <laughs> All right. Can we? Can we? One one final thing. Yes. At the Capitol. Okay. The dude who had like the hamburger and hot dog stand in the tent. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I kind of respect it. Like, I. <laughs> it's smart. I got to respect it. He's like, mm, yeah. Are you a Democrat or a Republican? Capitalist. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. 
game Neither. recognized game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like like only tent Me out hungry. there. Only person <laughs> serving food. Yeah. Like and and you and I mean they're hungry. They're fueled up because they're about to go uh, commit. You know, small that, cases of treason. That's probably like, why they broke into the Capitol building. It's because they actually had. Fuel. The energy, yeah. <laughs> We're blaming this guy now. Yeah. No, game recognized He's the problem. game. Game recognized game. I gotta tell you, mm. good for you, man. Good for you. you he, he probably walked away with some some good money right there. He's like, I'm in the money, all kinds of money. <laughs> Gosh, just, <laughs> just, I don't know. There's been a couple funny things that have come out of this, and people have asked, "Is it too early to joke?" And I've been like, "Probably," but like, hey, it's better than crying, so let's <laughs> we'll go with it. Jeez. You know, that's so. true. That is true. I just, I'm excited for the day where um, we won't have to have articles on not the bee anymore. <laughs> right. Oh, it's not satire. That's the sad part. Anyway. Yeah. So, but it no, it's going to be an exciting year. I'm going to do everything I can to pursue the spirit, to chase him and to mm-hmm. find people I can trick to come to church and share the gospel with them so right <laughs> that's a terrible way to word that but hey. it's not wrong so but you know. yeah we hope you guys really uh you know jump into that mm-hmm. vision as well and and also uh we we don't like doing this often but this podcast we don't really pay for stuff for ads or anything like that but if you because we're cheap Danny's cheap. All right. I've tried to get him. Correct. He's the one with money. All right. This is true. <laughs> but um, yeah, like tell your friends, uh, share it if you want. Mm-hmm. And we would really appreciate that. Also, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcast. And you can ask us questions or say hello um, by commenting or DMing us there. And we're also on YouTube. And also, I didn't even mention that thegospelatpost.com slash nobody special. There's a bunch of blogs and stuff there. Um, and also you can find a form uh, at nobody's or at gospelatpost.com slash nobody special where you can say hello or ask us questions as mm-hmm. well. Um, that's where uh, Mr. McFakey typically reaches out to us. And yeah. 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 End on a low note, you know? End on a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What what what? Uh, I can't even Poor think of a Danny. joke I broke fast Danny. enough. <laughs> I, I can't even think of a joke fast enough. I don't know. I guess it's it's. Uh, we just, we've just been working up, on Danny. adding up dog to the website. What's up, dog? <laughs> Got him. Gosh, I can't with you. All right, that's we're we're ending on a real low note now. But, Thanks. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for us today. Yep. I'm Danny and I'm Caleb, and we are. Nobody's Nobody special. special.